Let's go ones, right? <clears throat> What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Dr. Funk After Show with our interview of Link Up Harris and Paisley Park After Dark. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, Linka enjoyed it. Got a really great compliment from her. I usually get from um, a lot of people that are on the show, which I really appreciate. Not seeing your guys' comments yet, but I know you're in the room. Just go ahead and start dropping it. Um, but just want to let you guys know how much I appreciate you guys that watch live, that watch it afterwards, and how much it means to me and how much it might means to my guest. Um, it's just very important. And this show is important and your guys' contribution to it is amazing. And I appreciated uh, being able to have people on live like we were able to before. We didn't run into too many problems. And that's just awesome to have, aside from in my headphones, the Taylor Swift playing, and they're keeping a Siri thing that kept coming on. And I don't know if it's because of the headphones I was using, because the other ones, I don't know if it was the heat again. And they're brand spanking new. Um, these headphones, the only my right one was working, not my left, and I wanted to make sure I can hear Linka amazingly. Um, and what Linka said is that, you know, she didn't think that there was going to be a lot to talk about, let alone a half hour. And um, she said that I make her feel very comfortable talking about things. I hear that from a lot of guests, and I appreciate hearing that because we don't have the time limits of the Tonight Show or other stuff. So we can allow people to tell their stories. And um, her story was, was lengthy, and it was appreciated, and I'm just glad that um, she was able to do it. And, um, you know, and let me tell you something, like, these shows, I need to, uh, but I just don't go live all the time. Hello, everyone watching on Facebook Live and Twitch and YouTube. Hi, Susan, Tanya Hoffler. Hopefully, I'm not missing out to that. All of you guys watching, it's appreciated there. Um... But it means a lot to me as well because what's going on in the world. Um, and uh, it's just tough, man, because I haven't seen anyone in over two weeks so unless I'm like seeing you guys. I'm not seeing anyone. Going to Target just doesn't count because it's not like random conversation, I think people, even even though I dress nice so I go to Target when I can or I'll have a matching outfit even if I'm sweating it out, um, you know, we don't kind of conversate with everyone. Hey, Linka, thank you so much for, for being on and uh, your great stories and your compliment was really appreciated. But yeah, during, during COVID, it's just been tough. Um, you know, you just go through these things, and then I worked on myself a lot last year. We don't need to get into why, but I worked on myself mentally and emotionally first, then my physical attributes I've changed over the past year. Um, but the things that I learned to do to get over things that I was going through, 
was going out to events, was being a social butterfly again, working out three hours, you know, uh, for cardio and then another 90 minutes on, on going to the gym. And all that's been taken away from me. And uh, it's tough when you are having to isolate yourself. You can only work out so much inside. You know, I'm getting up into the hundreds of doing push-ups and things like that, but it's just, it's tough. And I don't have people come over too much and whatnot. And LA, it's, um, there's a lot of people that don't believe it's real. There's a lot of people that do believe it's real. And um, it's just, uh, it's a lot. We, LA is like its own country a little bit. And we are a country that is so divided. It is just ridiculous. But um, it's just tough. And like I said, I don't live with anyone. There is people around me that have had COVID, and I believe it's something, there's a reason why, and I don't want to get into it because there will be a lawsuit that probably will be coming out, out of it, but I don't want to give them a heads up on it. Uh, my maid got it, and although it's hard to afford things like that right now, I need to have someone clean my place for my state of mind, and I'm not dirty, I'm cluttered. And then for her to get it and not be here for a month um, was tough. <laughs> but, you know, she, she got it. She went to a funeral for a family member, and everyone who went to the funeral got sick. So, um, yeah. And I would be working on a lot. And the thing with COVID was trying to work out because I like working out outside. But you had people not practicing social distancing, then you had people wearing their mask while driving. And the thing is, is when you're wearing it, your peripheral vision, even if you have it or whatnot, your vision's kind of blocked. So I'd be walking in the street to avoid people, and I'd almost get hit by a car. I'm like, well, can't be uh, doing this, but I did go back out to working out before it got too hot and doing three hours. But um, not three hours, I think it was 90 minutes to an hour. I was doing about eight to 10 miles, but because I wasn't doing consistently as I was, my feet were hurting me. Um, social bubbles, not really. Um, I lost a few people close to me in the past year, and I don't mean that they died, but they are dead to me. Um, so I always had a close-knit circle of friends, but sometimes when your friends are jealous of you or uh, things, um, it makes it tough. Then, um, that's something I had to work on was trusting people and then a situation comes up and just messes things up. Um, but, you know, it's, it's just tough. That's all I can say is that, um, you know, I don't see a lot of people don't have uh, family and uh, just I'm trying to respect it because I have a compromised immune system being a diabetic and a surgery I had a few years ago so it's just um, things and that's why link us post and stuff like that means a lot to me and um, I may not express it a lot because even though I was reaching out to a lot of people last year and trying to help them go through things 
right now it's like I had to put everything inside to make sure for my own sanity that um, I do stuff. Morris, like I had it when he was alive and um, it just sucks because I kept being Funkenberry secret for the first few years that I was doing it. My identity wasn't known in public. And then one website was trying to help me. And then I didn't want my close friends knowing. And they, a lot of them didn't know. Um, but the reason I didn't want to do it is sometimes people pretend to be your friend because uh, it benefits them, them knowing you. And then I didn't let people know the relationship I had with Prince and what was going on. I always tried to downplay it. And then when he passed, um, I let more people know about the relationship. And uh, that upset some people close to me because they were wondering why it wasn't them. And it's just how, how it is. It's ridiculous. Um, and it's sad. And then a lot of people after he passed away, they weren't hitting me up anymore. They were, they were friendly to me when he was here because they got after show information. They knew about when the new music was going to drop. They knew about concerts. But after that, there was, um, yeah, I lost a lot of people that I thought were going to be my friends for life. And that was after 2016 and then last year. So definitely old friends for sale. Let's get on to other things. We're only a few weeks away from Sign of the Times coming out. It's going to be amazing. And of course, I said I wear something rave. I was looking for the guitar shirt of that era, which was a reprint from the estate or something sold. Um, but I think that I have that in another room because although I never wore it, the shirt doesn't fit me anymore. When I was ordering the shirts from the estate and other stuff, I was a double XL and then I would get stuff XL. Now I'm like a large and a medium. So that thing was already tucked away. So I'm wearing this one. Um, and thank you. Like, I appreciate it. And that's the whole thing is I still do the things because Princeton had told me everything that was going on. I would find stuff out on my own. And I think that he liked it. And it's like, you know, I would know what to post on him and what not to post on him. And it's like when he'd be in Australia doing something that uh, he would know that if it got out, that I would post it without him having to reach out or have someone else reach out to me because they're doing stuff and they're on tour and doing stuff. But um, it doesn't. Um, what time am I playing first? I'm going to start off from the beginning of it and go all the way through. I'm going to even listen to the seven inch edits at one time just to make sure that the mastering quality on it is up to par. But the 1999 set was amazing. Everything sounded amazing. I didn't need to switch levels like I had to do with Purple Rain Deluxe and that's why I knew it wasn't um, a proper remaster. But we'll have another Purple Rain set. We all know it's inevitable, right? I'm going to enjoy Sign of the Times, even though they can't have everything on it, but you can make your own crystal ball, your own Camille sets, 
and um, yeah, and of course um, I miss Prince, but uh, what we try to do is just worry about the legacy and going forward and doing things that will benefit it and make sure he's not known as the Purple Rain guy. And uh, that's tough right now. If you want to reach out to Dez to have him on, would love to have him on. Uh, I need you guys to do it. And sometimes you guys will bring up some people that I've already reached out to. They know I want to have him on. Uh, but just know that. Um, so, and this was like before, you know, like I was doing it long before in 1998 as J7 and putting this stuff out. And it's like, I did a lot of work, <laughs> you know, it wasn't just handed to me, but the Funkenberry thing was on a totally different level and a larger scale for many reasons, uh, to help promote artists that I liked, help promote artists that Prince liked and to promote Prince and not just to the fan community to open it up. And then when my website was around and we had different rankings, cause I was a top 10 entertainment website the first year we were going around. It made TMZ and other places post about Prince more, especially when I was getting exclusive information because they were wanting it. But um, that was the whole plan. It was never about me. From the get-go, not having my identity out there, people not knowing if I was white, black, straight, or gay, that there was a whole meaning behind it. And it was not the, a thing of self-promotion. Uh Three to four years later, I had to come out with my identity because it was actually hindering me. But I loved being able to go to parties and people not knowing who I was. You know, especially with Prince trying to figure out who I was during that time. Um, we may have all moved on from Purple Rain, but it's funny because I'll have let the Prince symbol behind me and this symbol and the symbol that's on the shirt. I'll wear that on in public. And it'll be someone wearing a purple rain shirt and they say nothing about the symbols. That's what I'm talking about. So one time there was this girl looking at my symbol when I was wearing the big bling chain. And uh, I go, nice shirt. And she's like, thanks. Because she was trying to rec remember where she knows that symbol from. But that's what I'm talking about. And we need to make sure, and it's up to us, now, when future projects are released that aren't from 81 to 86, and even though eight, Sign of Times is 87, most of the majority of it was recorded in 86, that we have to make sure that that stuff gets the attention that it deserves, and it's up to us to promote it. So we will say it um, more so. That is so tough. Everyone asks me about band members and bandmates. Like I have different people because I have different relationships with them. Like I didn't know Bobby Z when I was a kid, but I have so much love for Bobby. And I have so much love for Morris Hayes. I have so much love for so many people that I can't really say who I have as a favorite, but I feel that everyone played a certain part and a certain role in his life and in the legacy going forward. And I just, um, yeah, Lisa, this is funny because, um, you know, people thought I was black and gay. And then a friend of mine still says that you need to get a DNA test, especially if you're not knowing your family, because she's like, I swear you gotta have some black in you. Um, I don't know. I don't see it. 
But, uh, you know, it's just different. And by the way, bringing this out as well, since I couldn't find that ratio. So. And it's a protein drink, because I have to get my protein in, especially after workouts in the heat. Gotta be hydrated. Um, what actual food you're getting with the deluxe? We're, you know, you're getting the, um, the New Year's Eve show with Miles Davis. Do not expect a full remaster or that cleaned up, but it'll at least be officially released. And then you're getting a show from the Netherlands that's audio only on the vinyl and CDs. Favorite bass player, drummer, I love Rhonda Smith. I love Brown Mark, and I should have brought the book over here. And by the way, because there's other things that we talked about on the show, but I said I was going to wear a wave shirt. We talked about Blue's artwork. She was the one that this um, design was made on that they sell through the estate store, I believe, still. So there's that. And I swore I had another one, but maybe I don't. <laughs> it's somewhere. But um, I got soul, that's for sure. Um, yeah. 100% I agree with this, but we need to make sure that they know more than that. And there's ways to do that. And we're going to do it, or I'm going to try to do it. Um, man, I appreciate you guys. Just can't say that enough. Because I do do this show, and it does bother me when people make demands. Because the show is free for everyone to watch. But it's like for the stream yard in order to get it on Facebook, YouTube, and uh, Twitch. And then to have more than just two people on. There is a fee for that. So I had to pay, um, I think I was paying 25 a month. My credit card was compromised last month. So it was like 240 for the year and I'm trying to do that. But those things I have to pay for to make sure. Because I don't just want it on Facebook only. The main thing is, is try to get as much of an audience as we can on different formats. I'd love to do Instagram as well. But I figure if you guys have Facebook or whatnot, you're able to... Um, see it um, someone's asking for something saying to donate but it didn't work on the show hey when that happens but um this way is let's get back to other things oh yeah I didn't have a chance to do the dr. Fink interview or watch it yet and um, thank you for the compliment sure it's very nice and comfortable I had to shrink it because it's an XL, so it's like before I wore it for the first time, put it in a hot wash. Um, so funny to make your Yeah. Uh, blessing, and thank you for letting me know. I did get your DM about it not working. Um, that's so weird. I'll try send it through here right now. I'll send it privately as well, but that's just weird because it's showing on my end. But maybe it was for um, the Venmo and other stuff. But I know it's easier sometimes for people for Venmo and whatnot, but this is for PayPal. Let's get back um, to the question, but I want to make sure that it's not ignored. Thank you. And the Spreecast, like I said, like we didn't have the things where I had to have a private link to, video, to send people to be on video. Thing is, is that you guys could be in the room. I go, hey, anyone want to be on camera? Like, oh wait, you were there at that show that we discussed, and then 
I just invite you and it's at the bottom. And then what I can do is just leave the screen when I add a co-host. Um, I don't do co-hosts anymore. <laughs> I'll do guest co-hosts like Dave Hampton or Scotty. But then I could be testing your audio and your mic off screen without anyone realizing it. With this, it's like you have to have the link beforehand. But I like that um, that um, it happened uh, how it did today. It went out without any hitches, which is just great. And I just think because everyone's so used to Zoom and doing this stuff that it made it easier. Because I do want to have more, more fans on. Of course, when we have guests on, it makes it a little bit more difficult when I'm doing solo shows like this, we can have it to make sure that things aren't um, avoided. Uh, but yeah, these shows are good for my mental health, but I don't do it every day because I don't want you guys getting bored of me. But uh, you know, you don't sleep well because of what's going on in the world. You can't have certain things on because of how hot it was being. You're only supposed to have like your air on and not at a certain level. And they want other electricity off, so it's been tough. And then, um, like I said, I'll go on drives and listen to my music. And um, that's it. But when it's 121 degrees, you can't really escape it. It was like still like 100, like by midnight. It was ridiculous. It didn't cool out through the night. Um, it was like, because it was 116 one day and 121 the next. And the coolest it got was 93 at 7 a.m. And then uh, by 9.30, it was 106 the day it hit 121. So, so here we go. Because this was my whole thing, is I put up in October of 2012 that I didn't want to do a podcast. I wanted something else, a video format. And this was this recast was suggested. So we did a trial show. Then I let Prince know about it. Then in January we did a show, and Prince was already reaching out to me at the end of 2012 to edit some photos for him and post it. Uh, and he was like, "2013 is going to be big, going to be awesome." So we did a, the first show of 2013, and then like his manager hits me up hey, can you talk, like, the morning after? And she's all like, Prince loves the show. He loves that you pay attention to the fans and their questions and how you're doing things. So going forward, you know, we're going to give you questions or give you other things. And then he's like, oh, he'll pay you for it. But that didn't happen until months down the road. But that wasn't it. It was about wanting to do the show and do these other things. But he was such a huge fan of it. I loved it like a month later, like he was trying to fly me out to Minneapolis and I was like minus 19. But a month later, before he did an interview with Billboard, they had to watch that week's recast before he did the interview with Billboard and they mentioned it in the article when it got printed in March. How awesome was that? And yes, Prince would want to know what you guys thought and some of the questions that I would ask were actually coming from him. And he loved the show and continue to support it. And when I actually, when the Spreecast format closed and I was about to start doing a podcast, I let him know about it. And I do believe that he probably would have been involved with that. Just like, um, you know, he was involved in the website. Like I made 
the website I made the post, but he was reaching out because he loved it a lot. And then, you know, when we'd hang out, he mentioned the Rick Ross post that I would do or uh, about Katy Perry being fun, but not funky. But he liked Katy. Uh, you know, it's just that there were certain things like he didn't understand at one time the success of Bruno Mars, but I'm sure that he liked it. Like you have to understand for Prince is that he looked at everything as competition because he didn't feel there was any competition. So he would create rivalries, just like the one with Justin Timberlake, um, to give him something because he felt unrivaled, which is just um, amazing. So, but you know, when it came to 1MPG and the vaults and him trying to make a website of that and how you guys were against it, because you were upset about the music club closing and then Lotus Flower being $77 and you got nothing. And then, you know, he kept saying, the fans were saying like, we could have, we should have gave you our $77 because a few months after, like the, why you want to treat me so bad rehearsal and other stuff were coming from my site and not Lotus Flower. Um, but he paid attention to those things. So he did want to make, a new website to where you guys can choose songs from the vault and I would be running it. 1MPG.org was also something from um, uh, Jason Franzine who directed the video for Extra Lovable that hasn't been officially released yet. So the air with Arsenio in 2015 was classic. I believe all of that did air. Um, I don't think they cut anything out like George Lopez. And it was just nice that Prince would like, you know, make sure that um, I was there. And then for those shows, like he would like, you know, I could bring a guest. The house party is not so much. Um, so. See, this is tough because I don't want to tell people what to do with their shows. The thing is, is I don't want revisionist history. Um, so it's just about knowing stuff and correcting them if there is a mistake that's made. So, you know, and those are those things. Bruno Mars loved Prince. I'm sure Prince did as well. Um, someone that worked for him had a crush on Bruno Mars. That may have been a little bit of it. Like, why aren't you crushing on me? Why are you crushing on him? He was just playing a ukulele. <laughs> at that time when it was happening. But those things, hey Angela, hope you are doing well. As I was speaking about earlier, I haven't been checking up on people as much as I normally would because I've had to um, concentrate on myself and things I'm going through for my uh, own health. But understand that I think of you often and it's not um, a slight to you. I hope you understand that. It's just. This whole thing has just been absolutely ridiculous on all of us. So, yeah. The screencasts were fun and then we're extending it out. So, you know, and that's it is I try, like, look, I'm not saying that I know more than other people, um, but I try to go on what Prince would want. And it's very difficult. And to me, it's just about the music. But you also have to understand that Prince would change his mind all the time. So it came to stuff as a Funko Dolls. That's something that he wouldn't allow when he was here. 
but it going to the younger people and other people collecting it, it's a smart thing. Let's go crazy being used in a credit card commercial. That's not smart. So, um, a little bit, but Prince was like more upset about equipment being stolen from him. One time when I was phone out to Paisley, like he wanted to show off his first ever guitar and have people hold it. Uh, we didn't get to that. I have not read Brown Mark's book yet, but I do have it. I do plan on having it on the show. Same with Neil Carlin. Just so you know, even if people are doing a bunch of other shows, just know that I'm going to ask different questions and that it's not going to be the same. You'll get a little bit of the same, but you're also going to get a lot more. And that's just how I try to go with it. So, and I'm still, I'm still grinding. So I thank you for that comment. Um, you know, it's a little bit different that, uh, you know, he's not here anymore, but I still grind. Um, the thing is, is like, it's what Scotty Baldwin said before, and I know I repeated, he goes, when Prince was here, there was drama. Why, um, why do you think it'd be any different with him not being here? And I'm all like, because when he was here, it was worth the drama. So there's a lot of, backstabbing and infighting going on behind the scenes and my name gets smeared a lot and you know when you guys say like why aren't you involved with the estate oh there was plans but there's other people that are involved that felt the need to slam me and uh i'm not gonna do that hopefully in time um, i'll be involved and i'm gonna still cheer for them the ones that had to um slam me so Denise, it is now yet, but I believe it is on Amazon and other things. You can search for it. I think it's called My Life in the Purple Kingdom. So, uh, yeah. The whole thing is, is that it's not worth the backlash with the fans. And then it was used in um, a sequel to a movie. I do believe that the music being used on TV shows and movies is smart. I didn't bring up uh, this, but Prince was uh, as a cartoon on American Dad this past Monday, that he was still alive and he said he faked his own death to um, explore trains and other things. See, the thing is with Seth MacFarlane, since Prince has passed, he's brought him up a lot on Family Guy and it isn't in a great light. Like um, when Meg and uh, the brother were having weird dreams, they saw Prince and I was like, they were like close to death and like, no, fight the light, Meg. And he's like, but it's Prince. He's got so many drugs. See there? And then it was right before like, yes, Seth has used Prince before, like in Price is Right thing. And then for American Dad, they used nothing compares to you and got clearance for it. But it's like, Seth wasn't as mean this time. But I just don't understand why he's so infatuated with Prince. Like, I understand why he went after James Woods and went after Kevin Spacey. I just don't understand why he continues to go after him. So, yeah. 
Well, Lenny's still alive. You know, he can decide on that stuff. With Prince, you don't exactly get a choice. We don't want to have cream used for a Duncan Hines commercial, do we? You know, so. Thank you. I try. And I don't, like, what people have to understand, it's not about me. Just like I said, for the for several years, I had my, no one knew my identity. So it wasn't about me. But I do feel that I have to put myself out more. So this is one of the reasons for the weight loss, the change, trying to make myself presentable and make the show look as professional as possible because um, I have to um, do what I can to be professional and not be someone who wears a t-shirt. No, I've not interviewed Apollonia before. I did ask her on the old show. She declined at the time. Um, the thing is, is that Prince would like let people know to be on the show. And I think at that time there was just other things going on. Um, yes, what Blackish did was amazing and that they were fans, you know, and they're doing it as well. Thanks. Pretty awesome. I, I try, you know, he called me a friend. That wasn't me saying it. And I thought I was more, uh, an associate but the thing is is that he knew he could trust me and like I said I'm not even gonna say that there isn't people that knew him better I was around behind the scenes for a long period of time but there are other people that were close to him and have relationships with him that I feel that are important to tell and I don't try just how to be the Purple Rain days. That's why I think it's so important regarding Ruth Arzarte and what she did for the 3121 house parties and so many other things that she was part of. From an Emmy party for people on ET that you could cash in like an exclusive with them at any time for People Magazine or ET. Like there's these things that he was doing without a record contract that were getting him press. So. Um, no Jason, but J7. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and people have asked me to write a book, and I have another idea that could be more profitable for stuff. Because, yeah, there's people that wrote books over the past few years and have, were able to, you know, have attention for it and other things happen. But I don't regret not writing a book. Don't regret not putting out the emails or the text that I would get from him, from other people and whatnot. I do believe that there'll be a thing for that in the future, but what I have planned, I feel would be more profitable for the Prince estate and not just myself. Um, and that's what um, it's about. Like, I still struggle. Like, my health, you know, like, Freaking! I don't understand that I'm in the weight I am and I'm still battling diabetes and now it's like I have some dizzy spells but I have enough protein I have enough minerals I don't understand what's going on I'm not as hungry as I used to be I don't drink soda anymore I don't have meat I wouldn't say that I'm a vegetarian but I follow more of a plant-based diet than other things um, I did offer <laughs> that before and I told him like let me lose weight I'll do panels I'll do whatever you guys want me to do uh, 
but whose fixation blessing? Sorry, I may have missed something. Yeah, it was just trying to help out behind the scenes. But when you start struggling and then you're doing stuff full time, because I did have an emergency dispatch job when I was doing um, the website, but I decided that there was no room for advance for me, that they took away overtime, they took away extra pay that I was getting, and they bumped people up with a raise, but with how much overtime and extra work I was doing, I was missing out on $400 a week. And then they weren't going to give me job opportunities because they knew of the website. And even though it didn't affect my work, they wanted me to give it up. So um, I couldn't do that. So I did the website and it was successful for a few months till Google started changing how they did stuff and people like Rolling Stone and whatnot that paid, that were bigger businesses, they showed up first and it didn't matter about who was breaking the news. Uh, see, I have high blood sugar and yes, it did drop a little bit low over the past few weeks, but like when I was testing it yesterday when I felt a dizzy spell coming on, I tested it and it was high. So. I do have um, doctor's appointments uh, coming up next week and more on blood tests because my A1C was at 9.99. Uh, but I think that had to do with COVID and stress because I had it at five at one point, but here's hoping to get it down, but I'm on meds again. Um, I don't have issues with sodium. That's what's funny. And this is why like, it was all about getting healthy for me is I only have the high sugar. Usually diabetics, they have high sodium levels, high cholesterol, and uh, issues with their heart. So I had none of those things. My cholesterol would be so low, they thought I already was on um, cholesterol medicine. I'm not sodium, not a problem. Um, try to have natural foods as much as possible, nothing processed. It's sometimes hard to avoid in this COVID age, but I do try. Yes, I did see the Patty versus uh, Gladys thing that's going to be going on on Sunday. Haven't been watching those live, but it should be doing it. Diabetes, the first silent killer before COVID. So, look, yeah, I'm going to get it below seven. At one point, the worst it was when I didn't have medical insurance and whatnot um, was at a 14 to 16 level. And uh, let's just say Prince helped me with some medical bills and whatnot to get insurance during those times before I was doing this recast and other things. But yeah, I'm trying to improve my health and I do do meditation, I do do yoga. So I sometimes I like waking up early before the world wakes up because everything is silent. You know, like I work out a lot, I won't work out to music, I'll put on some wrestling, you guys can make fun of that, but you know, it's just male soap opera, but also it's like, they're somewhat fit, so you try to, you know, get motivated on things like that. So, yeah, it was bad, not gonna lie. Um, the lowest I ever had it was around a five right before Prince passed, and then skyrocketed for different reasons. But I do try to get enough sleep, but I get naps more than sleep, all honestly. So, those are the things. Um, that goes on. Yeah, country's health system very complex. They don't take care of people, let alone other things. But it's not, you know, do you really want it to be focused where you have to have a job in order to get insurance and other things? So, partner in crime. Thanks, Angela. I appreciate it. 
Um, yeah, I don't have high blood pressure. Like my thing will be like most of the time I'm like 105 over 79. It's pretty good. Because it's also because I drink a lot of water and a lot of fluids, which helps. Thank you. And people say that I look younger each time they see me, which I'm not going to complain about looking younger. But you got 20-year-olds hitting you up <laughs> instead of like women your own age or even like 10, 15 years younger. It's, uh, it's a little bit different. Um, no more Kardashians. Let me tell you something. Uh, I used to do, my site was entertainment before music. It encompassed everything. Movies, TV, and music. The Kardashians were such an animal. I had to watch that show. And I felt my brain cells disappearing while watching it. So again, and then you're getting ads for TV, for movies, and all this other stuff. But it was so um, hard watching that show that that was one of the main reasons why I made the website music only and then I would post about TV and movies occasionally because I did not want to watch the Kardashians. Like, and look how much they dominated. So, yeah, we got California original Obamacare out of it. Covered California, and some people may be unemployed, and then they have to pay the fee for that covered California. Is it fully covered? I don't know. I had a traumatic year this past year, or over the past year. So my memory, it's scary. Feel like sometimes isn't what it was. I don't know if that's old age. Don't worry, guys. I'm not forgetting the Prince stuff. I don't think he disliked him. Like, look, when it came to the Kim Kardashian thing, okay. A few days before at a show, Leighton Meester was brought on stage to be sung somewhere here on Earth. So Chris. Humphreys, who was a basketball player from Minnesota who loved Prince, basically got in touch with Kieran Sharma. And Kieran can tell this story, and there's some stuff I may get inaccurate, but I was told ahead of time that Kim was going to be called up on stage, and I believe it was supposed to be for somewhere here on Earth, for him to sing it to her. So, number one, Kim thought she was just going to be sitting her butt down, and that was going to be uh, slow song and then she got up for a dance song and was just standing there and not dancing and Prince said get off the stage didn't say F off the stage like she told Madonna but this is what Kardashians do is they you know exaggerate make it better for TV but as far as I'm aware it was Chris that was trying to get Kim on stage and have somewhere here on earth sung to her like Leighton Meester had it. So it's supposed to be a recurring theme for those shows, but it didn't happen. So, you know, yes. Uh, Walking Dead is ending. It lasted longer than a comic book. We can all say that. So, Kim lied to Madonna. 
and Madonna, believe it, didn't defend him. But, you know, she just sometimes you're just listening to people tell their stories. So we don't know that was everything. But the thing is, is, that's what she was first famous for, right? Was that natural, natural, natural beauty? And uh, just one of those things. You know, Prince, look, Prince would do that with everyone, though. Like when he tried to bring Bono up to sing the, cro the cross and not thinking he was going to know the lyrics. And then when he messed with Questlove a few times. And when he messed with Seal, making him do uh, mountains and he didn't know the lyrics, <laughs> he would do that a lot, you know, and he'd make you work for your ticket, especially you got in for free. So, Kim had a lot of work done. I was watching WrestleMania from 2008 and she was hosting it. It looks a lot different then than now. So trying to stay healthy, I'm trying to stay blessed, I'm trying to stay loved. Everyone fights battles that people just don't know about is all I can say. And I still people see people talking crap about me online or other things and looking for things to complain about. And it's just sad. Thank you. Because Badu is cool. Like a rim shot on a new moon's joint. Exactly. Clap your hands. You guys getting bored yet? Good lord, where are you at the 46 minute mark? You guys just love hearing me talk, huh? But I appreciate you guys. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Um, I'm just glad that LA has been a little bit uh, not so hot the past few days. So I actually wear this hoodie at night, although it's a little bit warm. I turn off the air conditioner so you guys cannot hear it. So. Always will be kind because you never know what someone's doing. Exactly, you know. Even though, even the people that talk crap about me, uh, and I've busted them on it, I refuse to give in to that, and I will be kind to them because I try to let karma play out stuff without um, my involvement. She had no trouble getting up those stairs. I don't really know nothing about heels. Heels are good for the bedroom, though. Not for me, but for uh, the view, depending on your partner. But COVID has messed up all that. Yeah. So, sweetie, so enjoying being single. But yeah, around there somewhere I made a guest appearance earlier when I brought out what the Madonna sex book because since they're bringing that up and I just thought it was so funny because I just moved the book to um behind where it was uh, let me make sure it shows that yeah that can't show that photo can't show that one can't show that one uh we don't want to see anything of vanilla ice, right? Uh, that's, I don't think that's a girl. So, 
It's an interesting book, is all I can say. And Prince is going to make like a book like that shot by her Ritz. Maite, I believe, was holding it during the Act One tour during Blue Light. So people don't ask her about that. Who talks she had on insecurities? You know what's funny, Hoffler? I never met anyone except for one person. Because you know, you see that meme from time to time that, you know, people that talk mess about you or hate on you are not doing as well as you. There's someone I know that's doing far better than I am, but is constantly worried about me and the things that I have. I just don't understand it. And there'll be other people like, oh man, you got the you got the mug, I don't have that. And they have so many other things. And I'll just, you know, I say it like, you have amazing things. You have more than I do. You know, things that I have, I don't have everything. And that's a misconception about me. I don't have all the vinyl. I don't have everything. I try, but some stuff gets to an astronomical level. Um, but I don't want to ask for stuff publicly, but everyone just assumes I have everything. And a lot of stuff, like people have given me like scrapbooks over the years from the eighties and seventies and other things. And I keep those for documentaries and for the future, but I don't have everything. Um, a few years ago, I asked, like I let people know I didn't have the 2010 CD. And then I was told years ago that someone was going to hook me up with it. Then they never did. So then I just put it on there and they're like, oh, I'll mail you. And I didn't say like to anyone, um, no, I think someone else is mailing it because they didn't come through. So I did, was actually sent two. So I gave one to Dave Hampton because he didn't have it. I figured the person wouldn't mind. Um, well, now you know two people that have the sex book. So, but that's it is I don't worry about others and I will clap for them. They may not clap for me. But what, what do I gain by dissing them, whether it's in public or whether it's behind the scenes like they did me? I'm hurt by it, um, but there's nothing that I can do. So I just try to be positive and try to do other things. I do feel um, that my ancestors must have been real jerks because I don't understand a lot of the things that happened to me. That's all I can say. I try to be a good person. I've made mistakes. I'm not perfect. I try to do things. What version of Sign of Times I get from the new set? All of them. <laughs> all of them. You know, uh, I treated myself to birthday present last month to make sure I get that stuff. So it's fan herder mentality. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. I'll never understand this because there's things that I don't have. Like my DJ friend, he has the P Control 319 single. I go, oh my God. You know, I just go, wow, that's really cool. Like, I, before I got into the 3121 house parties, there's a friend that was going. And I would call her and she would tell me about what would happen. And never did I ask her if you can get me into the party. Never. I enjoyed listening to her stories because I would absorb everything through memory. And she's so glad that she would have these conversations with me because there's stuff that she forgot that I remember. So, um, you know, but that's it is I wouldn't hate on this person. Uh, I was just happy that they had that experience. 
And everyone has different Prince experience and has different things. So thank you, Susie. Um, and I do go hard for my friends. And uh, sometimes I will never understand the betrayal or uh, the um, how sometimes friendships are a little bit one-sided and why I feel guilty like for not um, being able to check on people as much as I was. But again, it's like I have to take care of myself. There are other people that um, have become very important in my life over the past few years and they're having a hard time and I will constantly check on them and let them know I'm thinking of them. And it isn't about like you know, harassing them. It'll be like, you know, you get back to me when you can, but I want to let you know that I'm thinking of you because they're going through our time, I'm going through our time. Um, and that's just it. Yeah, I got... The thing that trips me out, like, on stuff on news is, like, I remember getting it, and then when I see it, like, for $100 at Amoeba out here, I'd be like, don't pay that price. Like, it's not worth that much. And then to find out, that's what, like, it goes for. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, what is this? Did I ever meet Wendy or Lisa in Plain Revolution? What's funny is, is I would be at their shows for years at clubs. And I would talk to them and never let them know who I was. Celebration 2019. You know, Bobby knew who I was. But not Wendy and Lisa. So I introduced myself. Um, his Bobby's lovely wife um, introduced me. Like, just said, this is him. I go, hey, my name is Jeremiah. You may know me as Dr. Fungary. And Wendy was like, it's you. It's you. All these years. Like, it's you. Like, they wouldn't believe it. And, uh, you know, I talked with Wendy earlier this year. Saw a Paul Peterson show. Um... We were able to talk a little bit more. I did talk with Lisa at length after the Revolution show in LA in December. Um, and just amazing. And I want to have Wendy and Lisa both on separately because they have so many amazing stories that you've got to hear that maybe you've heard verbatim the stuff that they've done together. But, uh, I think to have them on solo would be great. Of course, with the Prince podcast and the Sign of Time stuff, we kind of got to wait for those shows to air before we can have them on. But I'd love to have them on just to talk about Sign of Times and other stuff. And this is why you can have people back on again when you talk about a certain era, but then you can talk about other things um, with Wendy. And of course, there's other questions that I have for them that I know that no one else has asked. But that's what makes things interesting, why I feel that my show is a little bit different than other people's show. And uh, not only because you guys. So. Saw you at the Symphony in Thousand Oaks in the last December at the Revolution show. I want to say hi, but I don't want to bother you. It's ready to keep Prince's memory alive. Thank you. You can come up to me. A lot of people were coming up to me at the Revolution show. I was taking a lot of photos that someone from TMZ was like, should we be like, you know, cause they were just, they had an off night. They're like, I guess I should have brought the camera. Like we didn't know you were this popular. Like I'm not, 
but it's just about love for you guys. And now me feeling more comfortable taking photos and makes it being not a problem. As long as you guys aren't jumping in my car, which I have had before, we're cool. Um, yeah, try getting my tape. You guys hair up to be on it. They know that I want her on. Um, just one of those things. That's why I continue to try to make the show bigger and better and do things. But I have so many other things going on and I don't have an assistant. Like literally, you need to test all these people that we had on camera tonight. There was supposed to be more people that are supposed to come on. And then you're dealing with artists during COVID. Um, their schedule is all discombobulated. As she saw, like Lincoln was saying that she was just waking up when she's doing the show. So it um, comes down to different things. But like, look, like I have lighting. I do the makeup. I pick out my outfits. Make sure to be groomed and have different things going on. It takes time. And uh, I do have other things going on, but uh, it, uh, I try to do my best. Um, but when you're wanting to test with people the night before and they're not able to test till 10 minutes before, it makes it hard. It's just one of those things. Um, from your keyboard to other people's ears. We just don't know what the future has. Um, but was supposed to be involved in 2018, but uh, someone, a couple of people slamming behind the scenes because it messes with their uh, projection of things. Yes, I do need an assistant. I would, I, need, I would love to have someone that helps with all these things and then book people on the show because I have to do my own booking and that takes time. Um, Christmas eventually, we're going to be having someone else on. Owen Husney at the Revolution show because I lost so much weight. And he's been at my house before. But I had to like reintroduce myself to Owen, you know, because you can't just assume people, especially when you lost like 100 pounds, that they're going to know what you look like and other things. And you don't want to like, I'll never have that where it's ego. Like, oh, you know who I am. I went to Owen, I'm like, hey, it's Jeremiah, like Dr. Fungenberry. You know, and he's like, dude, I wouldn't have recognized you if you didn't say that. Because you can't um, do that thing. Up, Florida. Um, yeah. And that's the whole thing of what I said. We learned as kids to do it, but you really have to continue to do things to adapt. And uh, it's really hard for musical artists for Spotify. You get so little for streaming. And again, vinyl is on the way up. The problem is, is that vinyl should be what a CD costs. $11.99, $12.99, but it's $30. And you know for sure the artist isn't getting that money. And then you know for sure with these streaming things for your devices that the artist isn't getting the money. But the record labels are. You're not hearing about them going on so much. And then record stores, they're going to charge more for the product. That the night, the, the sign of time set that's going to come out, my local record store, they can only afford one copy of each because of how much they're getting charged to carry it. And that the margin of profit isn't that much. So, backdrop. You're talking about like, cause I plan on having um, TV right over here on this side behind me. And I would have to like, this is another thing that I would love to have an assistant on because I'm either gonna have to get another freaking laptop. I don't even wanna think about that right now or hoping that 
because I have a TV that I watch your comments on right here, which you guys see me looking to the right. I'm hoping to have that behind it. But I may have to have another plug that Apple doesn't have. And I already have an extender in here that has one more plug. And I'm going to have to, like, the stuff behind me, I'm going to have to freaking play or have in a loop. I'm not going to have someone else that's going to be able to do stuff or, you know, have someone that's able to look at the questions and then hand them to me. You know, I do all this myself, and that's what people don't understand. That costs money. I, like, I cannot believe how much that mount is costing. Not no 60, 80 bucks, but have it extend where it'll be right by the computer screen, like $350, just absolutely ridiculous. And this is why I appreciate your donations, guys. And it isn't going to, um, you know, my gas or anything. It goes to the mounts. It goes to the TV stand. Um, and having someone be able to install it, it goes to my makeup. I'm not doing Sephora. I'm hitting up Rite Aid and Target. Um, but people are telling me to go Sephora. I'm like, dude, this is hundreds of dollars. Like, we don't have a budget here. So, yeah. And inside the time set, that stuff was expensive. Um, you know, that's what people don't do it. But again, there, again, there's also haters in the things. And then sometimes these people want to do their own shows. So what am I supposed to do? But and that's not even a slight to my team. I'm talking about they want to do their own shows. I'm not talking about my team. Um, at least she's doing a stage at this weekend where she's reading a chapter from the book. You know, stuff like that. So, yeah. I'm talking about the picture disc one, because there was like an old school one from Mexico that was the original picture disc, and they released it. Then Warner Brothers put it out again with their new Warner Brothers logo. Um, but yes, we all have to adapt. And that's why I try to do is put my time and energy into the show. But uh, I have other things on my mind that I worry about all the time, so it's harder to do. But again, I feel that everyone is fighting battles that they don't understand. And I do, on another show, I'll ask this from the get-go, like, because I'm kind of against doing Patreon, but then you have the recurring donation charges, so I don't about to do stuff. But I feel like, I have to give you guys exclusive news first, which I can still get, and um, do other things for you. The main thing is I just feel that a lot of us are struggling right now. But then other people are telling me to do it, and I just, I, um, how do I put it? If I'm struggling, you guys are struggling. So I feel guilty in a way, even though I know I'm providing a service. But um, those are the things that go on. Um, <laughs> I love this comment. <laughs> yeah, and then already someone's asking, do you think there'll be another deluxe edition set by end of the year? I'm like, slow down. Like, what's slowing the Sony releases right now, so. All right, the reason that I didn't get this, and is there any other shows that you guys watch that have it? You should really get the stars because while you're talking, we could be hitting the stars and saying money that way. For me, it's easier that way. I'm not very computer savvy. The thing is, is I, you know, I was approved to do the stars and beta, beta, alpha, beta, um, and was applying for it. 
Then they wanted my tax returns from last year. Now this is Facebook right now who isn't exactly popular with everything. Like how come the other places that allow stuff for money to be made aren't asking for tax returns? But before I can get stars, that's a cent for each star that is given. Uh, why do they need my tax returns? When some people won't even turn over their tax returns. Just just saying. So as soon as it started asking my tax returns, I exited the star program. So um, yeah, like look, I love graphic novels, which are like comic books. Um, but I look for them like they're ridiculously expensive. Like, uh, I look for them on discounts and other stuff and uh, try to do things that way. But I enjoy reading them. It puts me at ease. I can't understand it. I think maybe because I was um, reading them when I was a kid. So it's something that brings me back to my childhood. So sometimes, especially reading some of the 80s ones, um, the graphic novels, not the actual comics itself. When I read them, maybe I'll read like a story or two and then I knock out whether it's for two hours or not, it's really good sleep. So, um, all right, Susie, I'll check into that with him, but it's like, I don't understand. I don't like that they asked for tax returns. Facebook to me and asking for that stuff when their credibility over the past few years, um, isn't that good. You know, with the platforms I have for donations, it's PayPal, Venmo, Cash App. Um, but Patreon, I hear that they take a pretty good chunk from your donations as well. I just feel weird. But if that's something that you guys want, it makes it better. If it's something I can look for. I just don't want to continue to keep hitting you guys over the head with stuff. You know? start a membership on the YouTube channel. Hit me up about that, because I have to like learn how to edit and do other things to make the videos not so long, like to where I can put Linka's great story about Prince she told tonight, and just put that up as its own separate video so you don't have to watch it for two hours. Um, yeah. But blessing, that's why I tell people, like ask, ask for Amazon gift cards for uh, your birthday or for these things for Christmas. Um, trying different things and doing it. Aren't you guys bored me yet? Yeah, two hours with Linka, and now we're at an hour of this. But, um, sell merch. I have some of my print shirts that I never wore. You know, I just feel weird about doing that because you'll have people that talk stuff. And I did, um, want to have my graphic designer make different t-shirts and whatnot uh, and sell that because... What's done now, I think there is a shop on my site where someone actually bought a hoodie a few months ago, but I think we see like $2 for that. So, but yeah, that's why I tell people, like, ask for Amazon gift cards for your birthday so you can order the, um, it's not a time set, or a gift thing for your local record stores or things like that. So, um, yeah. 
see, and then people wouldn't think of interviewing Linka, but she has amazing stories to tell. Even Linka, I think, was like, you want to I'm like, yeah, I want you on again. You know, you just got to have different things, or we're all a community, and we all have different stories to tell. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just those things that go on. But, you know, I just want us to all be able to take care of each other. But it's just really hard right now. And, you know, um, medical bill is kind of fantastic. I was trying to see if there was someone trying to reach for anything, and I have to get that. Anyway. Uh, but yes. Any other questions that you guys have? I catch my review and thought about all the sign-time stuff. I want to work out for like C. There you go. Again, that sign-of-time set. Um, I'm very fortunate that I have an angel that looks out for me and stuff. And, uh, I sometimes feel the relationship with the angels sometimes is one-sided, so I try to be there for them in different ways. That I can't be there for them the way they are for me. But the thing is, is that um, I don't like things to be one-sided. And uh, that's why I felt a lot with my people that are no longer my friends, that after Prince passed, people I thought were my friends were just friendly with me to find out after show information or show them the music. And then they went, well, we don't need to be nice to him anymore. Uh, that's what it comes down to. Sometimes the people that are closest to you aren't exactly rooting for you. And it's just a sad, sad fact. But at least you have sign of times to look forward to. And music is what I'm really looking forward to when it comes to that. The music. So. I love you guys. I just want to let you know that. Um, I'm probably your best friend if you're listening to me. be more accurate than you realize. I was trying to think about a month ago, like who my best male friend is now. And I don't think I have an answer for that anymore. Do I have anything that Prince gave me? Yeah. Or that found its way to me? Yes. But the thing that he gave me the most was uh, memories and experiences so jet mag and it's the date on it uh november 30th 1987 so you know it isn't anyone but yeah it's just one of those things yeah andrew that's that's some true stuff right there like my man so again like when prince called me his friend i would like you know, and he brought that up in the interview. Um, it kind of caught me by surprise because I wouldn't consider us that way. But um, when I hear from so many other people, especially after he passed, like, you have no idea how much he trusted you. And uh, it's nice to hear that um, because I think a lot of us have regret in some ways that we couldn't be there for him in different ways. But we can only be there in ways that he allowed us to. 
I remember it kept a lot of us at a distance. And then the people now try to do this with me because they want me away from certain things. And uh, it's a little bit different. I guess I'm my own best friend. I used to say all the time that the only person I can trust is me looking the person that's in the image of the mirror. But that's kind of a, a lonely way to be. Um, but you have to learn to let people in but not be so blind. I think sometimes, uh, you know, people mistake my kindness for weakness. Uh, I know everything that's going on and don't think that um, you can play me with stuff. Thanks. I appreciate it. I think that, you know, you try to do things and other things and just be a good person. So, like I said, other people were closer to Prince than what I was. But I was at a distance behind the scenes for a long time. That's how I kind of walked. I'm just grateful that I was chosen. I remember the first time ever talking with Jerome Benton over the phone. And then just started thinking about all this stuff like Prince, like us driving around, and then the other experiences I had. And I just kind of said, like, the eight-year-old me would never believe any of this stuff. Because that wasn't my intention. The eight-year-old me, his music was an escape for me from a pretty bad life uh, and I've had pretty good Prince love not as much since he's passed but that's because like I said there's other people with other ulterior motives so what values and friendship do I cherish loyalty and when you have premonitions about stuff that's going to happen and then you tell the person never do this to me and they say they're never going to do it and they do it that's a problem so loyalty and not practicing one of the seven deadly sins which is envy there's no reason to be envious of other people like when i see people that are married or people are happy in a relationship i go man f that I'm not married, I'm not this, I'm like, they can't be, I'm all, I want that. It's not about saying you want that person. What you're saying is you want something like that. Um, and those are those things that you got to cherish. You want what someone else has, but just don't, um, you know, mess with stuff. Uh, you know, those are those whole things that sometimes you'll see me post on things that are friends or whatever, posting about how much... They love someone. I'm like, hashtag couple girls. is isn't hashtag I want what you have. Um, I would like to have that be like specials for the rest of the year. Um, but we can't do the things that we want until all the interviews um, or until the last episode gets posted. But, you know, Anyone who played a part in the making of the Sign of the Times album, like I said, the making, I want to have on the show. So, yes, I have met Paris Navas. 
Um, in which book are you talking about, Susie? I must have missed, missed that comment. Um, I'm sorry that your daughter died. My condolences um, on that. I'm more spiritual than religious. Maybe that plays into my bad luck. Uh, but sometimes people are religious and then they don't practice good values. So. I would see people crowd around you at the forum just to think they're only hitting you up for after show information. You know, I still weird about that. Like they don't know you but used you. I tell you a story. I remember a guy being next to me at the forum shows, like, hey, you're Dr. Funk and Mary, right? Because I literally just let out my attendant to uh, my identity. I go, yeah. It's like, dude, I follow you all the time and tell you about these shows. I'm like, try to say thank you so much. And before I can say anything, he's like, do you know how much I paid for my ticket? I didn't pay the $25. You know, I paid this. Like, I found a bargain on it. Oh, that's great. And then it's like, he's asking me questions, and then he answers it before I can do it. And I'm just sitting there like, he's not giving me anything. And then he went on the org. And the reason was because later on in the show, like I turned around and one said, oh my God, I love your Prince necklace. And I said, thank you. And then she goes, are you Dr. Funkenberry? And I go, yeah. And she's like, oh my God, you know, I'm such a big fan. And I'm like, thank you. And then I was allowed to ask questions. Like what I was trying to ask was how many times did this person see Prince? But he was already answering that before I could ask. So I'm asking the girls and they were answering. So the guy goes on the org, goes on social media and goes, Oh, don't talk to Funkenberry unless you're a female. He doesn't want to talk with you. It's not true. The thing is, is when you're asking uh, questions, let the other person answer it. Like, you gave me nothing. The girls were allowing me to ask them questions and answering it. It's just different. So, yeah. I've had very good Prince look, like I said, until the past few years with certain things. And someone asked me on Twitch, and that's what's the deal with Prince. Uh, this is an after show about Prince that we just did a show on earlier on. So, Australia, you guys are a day ahead. And let me tell you, a lot of your female fans are quite sure. So I don't want to be uh, harping in on that. <clears throat> so cheers, buddy. But yeah, I mean, the forum run and other things, maybe there was people um, that were hitting me up for stuff. I mean, there was someone in the circle, and then they were slamming me um, under someone else's account. And I figured out who it was. They're no longer here. God rest their soul. But I couldn't understand their animosity towards me. And it happens a lot with men more than women, uh, is all I can say. I don't get it, but it could be just like this whole thing of you having what someone else has. Can we all be like when Harry met Sally, when the girl goes, I'll have what she's having and not be jealous of it? So, human nature, uh, yes. But you know, it's like I try to look at what people have done. For Prince, since he passed, that are part of his life 
or were part of his life since then. And, you know, it isn't about them as much as you think. Of course, everyone talks about their relationship with them. That's because people felt well, put down for years and not knowing it. Um, yeah. And that's why I surround myself with um, women that are friends because they're better listeners. And sometimes, like a majority of the time, like my female friends, that's all it is, is that it's friends. There's nothing romantic going on. It's an actual, genuine friendship. And uh, I'm very thankful for that. Now, if uh, COVID can be over, if other things can happen, if our stock market could recover, if Congress can get their act together to take care of people that are hurting during this time, which I feel would help the stock market and other things that would um, make things a lot better here in the United States. Um, well, men are kind of jealous with that. They worry about, it isn't like who, with, who dies with the most toys wins. We still both die. And uh, I want to be here for a while, even uh, though the past few months have been crazy tough on me just because of the isolation and other things. But I don't want to let just anyone into my house and then I get something because California has had a lot of stuff. And in the place where I live alone, there's four families that have it. And some of these families are big, so it isn't just one person got it and four different people. We're talking about 20 people, and then other people I know have had it. So some people can say it's false, but I've seen them um, say that stuff. And Terry, at one time, I didn't believe this, um, but it's somewhat true. Sometimes, even if it's men or women, sometimes people don't want to listen. They just want to be heard. So they ask questions to do stuff. And what I try to do is not say like, oh, I've been through the same thing. When someone's going through something terrible, I try to let them know that I can relate in some aspect, but it doesn't mean that it's about me. What I'm trying to let them know is that it's coming from a place of understanding and realizing the pain that they go through. Um, so. What time do I normally go to sleep and what time do you normally get up and what shows do you like to watch on TV? Uh, can I say it's all over the place? I was up really late last night uh, because I had to pee. And then the heat last week messed everything up because you're sleeping in the middle of the day because the heat just knocks you out. Air conditioners cannot handle no 121 degree heat. Um, so my sleep is erratic. There'll be some times where I'm knocked out by 7 p.m. and I'm waking up at 3 a.m. And I have to be honest, those times where I fall asleep at 7 or 8 or 9 and I'm up at 3, 4, or 5, I get so much more done to just be up when no one else is and be able to maybe go to Starbucks at 5.30 in the morning and get an iced tea or a hot tea and drive around for a bit. It's just so relaxing comes to TV shows, um, I try not to watch the news or COVID, just try to be on top of stuff. Uh, but just know that both sides try to scare you. And then the other shows I watch are 
for entertainment purposes. Um, but mostly, like, uh, instead of watching Netflix, because I don't have an account for that right now, uh, I go through old movies that I've recorded over the years and haven't watched, or I watch the WWE Network, <laughs> because, again, the storylines and just motivation to work out. Um, and I always root for the good guys and the bad guys. Just like what my grandfather used to say, he didn't understand why I liked comic books as a kid. But the only thing that he thought was good about it, good about it is I learned good from evil. And maybe if more people did that, um, would do it. But yeah, there's times where, like, you have to understand is um, when it comes back to sleep, you used to have a normal job, regular hours, and then, remember, I'm a creative type, and then you create at night. So I burn the candle at both ends. So there's times where I can't sleep because the creative process is going on and I have to go write a song or do something creative. Um, I can give you an address to send something to Susie. You can hit me up for that. Um, appreciate it. Although some people that hit me up are like, oh my God, my nephew is like the next prince. Like, I want you to listen to his new song. I want to do that. Or when, like, guys, they want to, like, talk about um, deluxe edition sets and what should be on it. And I don't respond to those texts because what if I'm involved in the future and then um, they get, oh, you took my idea. So I plan on being involved in other stuff in the future. So, um, you know, I sometimes won't respond. I'm like, oh, what a dick. But the thing is, is that you are trying to make sure that no one thinks that you're jacking their ideas. That's why I don't listen to other people's shows. I just realized that my closet freaking door is open. You guys could like see some of the clothes in there, uh, in the bins that have Prince stuff in there. Um, don't worry. Security is pretty good at this place. So, yeah. <sighs> you're afraid that jealous people are going Like, let me tell you something. I read something last night, and this is going to be me not being very detailed, um, but because um, I'm really looking forward to the sign of the time set. Um, but I read something, and it hurt, and it brought up a memory, and what could have been, and. Uh, knowing that certain people are involved because I'm not involved and they may have had something to do with that, it hurts my heart because I really genuinely say this, that there's room for us all, that if I was involved, this person still would have been involved. And um, they've trashed my name for a long time. And I'll never come out publicly. But uh, it hurt. But they're part of stuff and I'm not. And it gains nothing by me feeling this way. So I'll congratulate them and do other stuff knowing that they did stuff behind the scenes to hurt me. Um, but I gain nothing. And would I rather be involved for something for two or three years? or be involved with something in the future for the rest of my life, because that's what I want to do. But um, 
I truly believe in karma. You got to let things go out. So talking bad about other people, it's not good for your soul. It hurts. And then last night someone was asking me, like, what is it that hurt you? And I didn't respond back to the person because the reason being is in order for me to be detailed of what's going on means I have to talk bad about the other person. And I don't want to do that. That two wrongs don't make right. But I'll remember these things. Um, but, you know, when Sam Jennings is used for 3121 in musicology and Steve Park is used for um, the rave set and other things, like, they were part of that. They should be them. Jeff Katz's photographs, is there anything aside from the music that I'm looking more forward to? Like, the other stuff they have on there, Dave Chappelle, Lenny Kravitz, that stuff's great. Jeff Katz's photos, though. Amazing stuff. And Prince's music, that's where it's at, right? We're paying a lot more money for the book, but we get Jeff Katz's photos. Um, yeah. But I wish people knew that when they're talking to me about the Prince set and like, they're not even like saying, oh, I think like, like I think there'd be like a Love Sexy Deluxe Edition. Don't you think there'd be it? And then they're giving me the track list and other things they do with it. I'm like, why are you doing this? And the thing is, is that so many other people have had that idea. So if I answer back, they're going to be like, oh, he took my idea. No, dude. Like, a lot of people have the ideas. And that's, yes, there can be a deluxe edition for a lot of sex, and there could be other stuff that goes on. Um, so, thanks. It's just to certain people. Um, and I'm just uh, behind the scenes. And then, uh, dear people were fighting for me. And then other people dissed me. And then they get appalled that they got to see the connections. Um, and I've tried to ask Jeff to be on the show before, just so you guys know. Um, but that was like over a year ago. I should be asking him again. Um, but I don't know. Um, that's the only thing is, but I'm going to focus on the music. But I will say that uh, <coughs> knowing that I was supposed to be involved, with certain things and not being because of jealousy. Um, I was like, great. Like I can't look forward to the side of the time set. Anymore. And there's not a lot of stuff that we're able to look forward to in 2020. Right. Um, but you got to put it behind you. It was one bad night. The stuff hurt. You move on. And that's what you have to do. That's it. I think in time, Jeff will make a book. But right now, all he was approved with the estate was for those prints to be made and other things. Um, yeah. So, it just sucks when you have people talk stuff about you and then you have, um, you have friends that are no longer your friends that you thought would be relationships for the rest of your life. just happens a lot with men. They worry about stuff a lot. I'm sure that women do stuff too and they're catty with each other. But, um, yeah. 
But, you know, I enjoy my own company. It's just not good being isolated. And uh, I'd rather be alone than, say, be with other people that surrounded me before because I already felt lonely during that. So what's the point of being with someone if you feel lonely? So I'd rather be alone and deal with stuff. It just sucks during what's going on in the world. So I believe in it, Sylvia. I believe in it, but people need to, um, yeah, people need to stop. Am I still friends with Manuela? Yeah, we don't talk as much, but I have nothing but love for Manuela and uh, graciousness. Like, people play different roles in people's lives, and especially his. And don't try to pit exes and other stuff against each other. They all have different stories. And you only heard one side of things. And I feel that, you know, people have stories to tell, and it's their right. But understand that they have love for him and had love for him and still do. So, um, about Casey Park, wouldn't it be cool if they did different interviews with people and put up a soundstage and rotate? I think it would be amazing. I think uh, there's so many, so many things that they could be doing and be playing for you guys in that. The podcast, the audio shows are amazing, but it would be better to have a video format and have that playing and have that done. I mean, we're doing it every week. Uh, and then I'm sure there's stuff like when you're having Netflix be part of things, like ask them, like when they're interviewing someone from the Sign of the Times era to talk about Sign of the Times, so that footage could be used for other things. So, never talked to Mandy when she was alive. No, as far as I'm aware, I didn't. There would be messages that would come through the bump squad email stuff and other things is Jason, but I'm not certain it was her. So, but you know, it's just different. Like I didn't talk with Jill Jones till after he passed and other things like that. Um, it's just different. Cause remember I was just trying to be behind the scenes. I wasn't trying to play up and like, Hey Jill, what's up? I'm like Funkin' Mary, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, can't play stuff. You can't think that everyone knows who you are. That's how I introduce myself. I'm like, hey, you know, my name is Jeremiah. You, you know, I do stuff under the Dr. Funkenberry moniker. Not sure if you're aware of it. You can't think that people know who you are. That's how I believe in other stuff. People still think you're on the school playground and talking to around the people in the room. It's true. I was wondering if you have any tattoos. I'm a blank canvas, as I like to say. So there's nothing on me tattooed wise. Blank canvas. I don't even like body hair. <laughs> like hair on my head and hair on my face. That's about it. Um, TMI, I know. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't even get into that. You guys can have that conversation between you two. Jill Jones has not been on the show. I'd love to have her on. She has been in here in the room when Andre was on. Um, it's just that, you know, it's been too hot to be doing two shows a week. And there's other people I want to have on, but I would love to have Jill on. I'm trying to get other people on 
that haven't done a lot of shows or never done stuff. That's why we got Van Jones on. That's why we had Link on. Because um, I feel that everyone has a print story to tell. So she was so nervous. Oh, nervous to meet you, Andrew. Um, the thing is with the sign of time set, we're talking about the recording of it. So there's no plausible point because they came on afterwards. Now, if you're talking about Sign of the Times, the movie, and other things like that, it's a little different. So let's try calling me. sorry that that's do your thing be positive but it sucks and someone said on twitch earlier that friends are for a season it's unfortunate sometimes that that's the case i would love to have a pet but can i tell you about how many friends have dogs and then the medical bills they can't afford these stuff going on they're telling me it costs like two to four thousand dollars and people that have cats like it's just I would love to have a dog. The main thing is, is wanting to make sure that your dog gets fed and other things. So I'm sorry to hear that. Whether it's in 2014 or, you know, this year, it's still difficult. It's a loss. So um, you guys aren't tired of me yet. We're going to, I'll say within the next 23 minutes, we got to cut it off. <laughs> um, I think I'm losing my voice a little bit, uh, but um, it's good for me. But like I said, like I want to have human interaction. Can't remember the last time I hugged someone or last time I kissed someone or any of those things. But with COVID, you got to worry about so many different things. It's ridiculous. Um, I just try to work out a lot. My place as much as possible inside and out in the place around me. So, um, see people that actually have my real account on Facebook, or as you see, like on Instagram, generally talk about politics a lot. Can I say that people try to start stuff on my Facebook page because they know that there's more eyes on it? And that really bothers me. Because I don't talk about politics, I don't do other things, but people sometimes want attention. No. Yeah. Cats can be expensive and other things, so. Different USA with insurance for pets and for us humans. Thousand dollars, jeez. You know, and me, I'm a sloppy eater eating crackers, the dog eating off the ground. And so many times I'm taking my meds, a freaking pill drops. I know a dog would be all in that. You know, you don't want a dog having your diabetic medicine. So, cats. Cats, I feel, um, they don't like to sleep. And with me not sleeping, I'd be, the cat would be pissing me off. Be pissed off and pissed on, right? And nothing like hearing the sound of a cat trying to throw up in the middle of the night, right? 
Jacobs. You're only allowed like 5,000 friends on Facebook, so I try not to have too much of that. And I try to go through following, following me for print stuff anyway, just bear me on the fan page. And I 100% agree with this. So what I mean, I do like that they made a third eye girl era one. You know, they had a purple rain one, they had a raspberry rain one. Sign of Times one, like you can do one with the regular peach and black outfit, or you can do one from the hot thing. You know, that might be a special one because it may not be as well known. But yeah, there's money being left on the table for sure. So, yeah, as you try to see, I don't try to get political and stuff and how I feel. We do talk about COVID because I believe it's real. Because I've seen people that got it and I have to worry because of my compromised immune system. That's what it comes down to. So, yeah, I would love to have a dog but right now it's just about um not fish they died on me too much especially in this 121 degree heat you don't have central air i remember having a fish and i had to go to palm springs all weekend as a kid and uh, we came back and then the fish bowl is just the fishes the fish bone it was just a skull so let's see if they can do that for the next thing that comes out Pretty funko like this, you know, and have one of like Wendy and him, you know, for a bigger Funko collection for the video. So, yeah. And again, COVID to me is not a political issue. So, I talk about those things because it shouldn't be a left versus right thing. It should be a Let's look out for each other. And thank God it only happens every 100 years, right? But we couldn't deal with masks in 2018, in 1918, can't deal with it in 2020. Got it. I know a lot of people that have rabbits. That's cool. Blizzard. Looking forward to that sign of time set. You know, I'll have to be getting out the sign of times material. Someone like showed me like a sign of time shirt they got from the estate and they go, the material doesn't look too good. I'm like, from your photo it doesn't look good. I'm like, is that a state or is it boot? I'm like, no, it's a state. So yeah. And I love all Prince eras. That's all I can say. And can I just say, although there's been stuff that came out recently, I'm not talking about that, but the revolution was pissed on, in my opinion. Like the Purple Rain tour and it being the same set every night. But a few years ago, their sound checks came out. And then playing stuff that wasn't out for years and just jam sessions. The revolution was a freaking kick ass man. Like, I love the MPG, I love other things. It isn't a competition. But I'm glad that those sound checks and those rehearsals have found a way out. And when they get it released officially, we all got to buy that stuff. Um, but damn. Like, and Prince knew that Wendy was one of the best rhythm guitarists, and that's why I was trying to get her involved in the musicology tour and other stuff. Um, he wanted her, chop her chops to be up on stuff. So, like, 
I never was able to see the revolution live when he was here. I did see it the 2000 celebration with that one Elisa and Bobby Z for about five minutes on the drums and Brown Mark looking shapely and then Dr. Fink looking like the around the world a day covered with that gray hair. <laughs> um, but I'm team for everyone. I'm not team for Prince and the revisionist and try to do stuff, but everyone played a part and the revolution is important. Um, and they're more well known in the MPG, especially because the MPG had so many different inclinations over the years. Um, but, you know, I'm thankful that I know Bobby and I know all of them now. I don't hang out with them as much as I would love to. Wendy doesn't live that far from me, but, um, you know, they all played a tremendous part on me um, in my life without them realizing it. And I'm just fortunate and grateful. Um, you know, I was attracted to Wendy and Lisa as a kid. It's like when Wendy like gave me like a kiss on my cheek earlier this year, again, that eight-year-old me, it's like freaking out for a second. It's like she saw it on my face a little bit, but, um, you know, those things are eight year old and the things I was feeling probably weren't exactly um, PG. But after Purple Rain, how can it be? Um, how can it be? It smelled at different things at times. I don't want to light the candle. I have the PRN candle and I'm thankful that I have it. Um, but yeah, I miss the Prince dance parties and whatnot. And I'm just glad that I went to the ones. I wanted to as many as I could. I wanted to a few this year before we could go out anymore. So, um, but meaning never saw the revolution there with Prince. Like, I wanted to go during the Purple Rain tour and uh, was told I couldn't go. And then, of course, when they played 86 at the World Turn, uh, those tickets sold out a little too quick. And I think that, I'm not sure if that was an all age show. So, I'm not sure that they're still coming to Virginia anymore. I know they canceled some other shows. Uh, we'll see, but you have, you have right to be concerned. And they understand that. 14 more minutes, I swear, as much as I love talking to you guys, I'm gonna kick it out at that, at that point. Um, strong smell. Let them be the judge. I love how it smells, but I bring it up to my nose. Uh, and I haven't been lighting too many candles with this heat anyway, as much as I love lighting candles to calm me down. So, yeah. Sometimes I just want someone who understands the print stuff. It doesn't have to be a fan. Just they have to understand um, that it's important to me and that what I'm trying to do in the future. And uh, that's what it comes down to. And I just saw like a few donations and guys and I appreciate it always. Um, so it's the uh, well, I'll give you guys a few more minutes. Thirteen. Can't talk about bad luck numbers anymore because 2020, no one's expecting that to be a worse number than 13 and uh, triple sixes, right? So, 
My first ever Prince concert was the last Prince in the Revolution concert we found staying in 86. Craziness, right? Craziness about that. Um, that show needs a soundboard recording, like an actual soundboard. I mean, I had that show, the Purple Rain's just different. Everyone has their own stories. Like Prince wasn't a saint. Let's not be real here. But if we choose to look back on him in a good way and remember the good times, it's different. He was tough. He was a tough person. That's why I say I'm not perfect. I'm difficult. But I will never purposely try to treat people like crap. You know. That's why I don't understand sometimes that um, I just get stuff. Not take it personally, but I don't understand people, uh, the things that they do sometimes that seem just very selfish. So, I feel very blessed in uh, Prince Luckily, is for sure. And we'll see if that continues. If I could have another life, would you come back as Prince after everything you know? No. Because I kind of enjoyed the experiences with Prince and seeing him perform and I wouldn't be able to enjoy that as one. He was a constant workaholic. Sometimes he didn't seem happy unless he was on stage or even then. So but back to you, Kayla. Um, yes, he was a perfectionist. That's hard to deal with. Thanks. I try because I feel it's just about him and his legacy, and it's about the fans. And Prince loved his fans. Um, yeah, Prince can be can be tough. So people are gonna give Mark grief for the stories that he told. But look, Mark had love for Prince in two thousand. You know, uh, I saw him after the celebration where I was just talking about uh, them being on stage with him. You know, I knew that Larry Graham was about to be out, and I posted that on the Oregon other places, like, oh, Larry Graham isn't leaving. And I'm like, no, the last show at the celebration is his last show at the band. And I asked Brown, and this is just one of those things. I asked Mark, this is just one of these things. And I try not to talk about because it, it just makes you seem weird. But again, like, when I say that Prince wouldn't send me everything that I would post, I know what to post. I would know things without being told. So I asked Mark after the celebration, like, and I it wasn't true. I didn't hear this, but I had a feeling. And I just said, is it true that Prince is asking to be back in the band? And he's all like, how do you know about that? Because it just happened. So apparently Prince asked him, like, probably like an hour before I talked with him. But I just would have these weird feelings. Like, it makes you seem crazy, so I'm not going to get into it. But those are those things. So, you know, Mark was doing his own stuff. Um, and to constantly be on call for Prince at that time, where you didn't have a record label, Pinger Retainer was different. You know, he would just keep John Blackwell on for a while on the retainer. And then he didn't have on the retainer, and that's how Justin Timberlake got a hold of him. So, truly had stage fright. So you hear from different people, we wouldn't hear that from Andre. I think 
maybe earlier on in his career and I do believe that and it's just hard for me to know what he went through but if you listen to this the Rolling Stones um, recordings and how he was singing in his deeper register than his falsetto I think that he was scared at that time and there was other things but Maybe if it wasn't for the Rolling Stones thing in Los Angeles happening, that maybe he doesn't get the motivation to do 1999 and Purple Rain and basically conquer the world and do things that no other artist ever did. Now, does it suck that that happened to him? Yeah. I don't want chicken parts thrown at me. Um, but... We don't remember him for that. It's so, so funny to me in L.A. It's like everyone and their mother was supposedly at that show. I met probably, exaggerating here, probably over 500,000 people in my life. And that the Coliseum holds over 100,000 people, but I don't think there was 100,000 people there. But I've met probably 500,000 people who tell me they're all at that show. <laughs> just doesn't make sense. I wasn't at that show. <laughs> I was young, but I don't remember it. Um, yeah, I don't know Prince here for Minnesota back in 86. Hopefully it was nice that he wasn't trying to take a photo. Um, teachers always want to be better, 100%. Do I know Larry Graham's two songs, which I love so much? Uh, one in a million. <laughs> Thank you for letting me watch something about Graham Central Station and Sly. Just be my lady in one million. Oh, see her answer it before. Yeah, I know them. So, yeah. Try to be. I don't post dance videos on myself on Instagram anymore because people are like, what the hell are you doing? I'll be like, don't be jealous. They can't do the splits or do other things. Or One person was saying that my sweats not being um, tied was bothering him while I was dancing. I'm like, why? Looking at my crotch anyway. It's all about you. Anyway. Yeah, it was sounding brutal. I heard people talking about it in a parking lot one time, and on purpose I played Let's Go Crazy just to fuck with them and be like, have a little bit of a, you know, they're just talking about it, and all of a sudden the music's playing. I did that on purpose. I remember being at my first Prince show, and then people behind me were talking about him getting booed off the, the stage at the Rolling Stones concert. I went, well, he ain't getting booed off the stage tonight, is he? All right, then. I would throw him down for three years. That's weird. Oh, come on now. I would want a t-shirt from that that some people have, and then they say they were there. But, uh, you know, there's some things that cost a lot of money and I just feel in time that I'll either be given it or I'll find it for a lot less and not get it for someone that's trying to sell it like for a ridiculous amount of money. So that's how I come down to those things. Um, but yeah. yeah. I'm going to be putting up the donations link and other stuff. Appreciate you guys.
you donate if you can. If you can't, that's cool. I'm just going to put it up because then people are like, man, I was trying to donate. You didn't do anything at the end of your show. So, um, this is the PayPal link that should work. And then Venmo is this. I think cash app is a dollar sign before there's all these different things. So I think I messed it up again, didn't I? So the doctor funerary thing that's for cash app. Pissed at myself for messing it up, so I could put it again for you guys. So it's At least you can watch it afterwards, right? So it's all good. I understand not being able to do it live. But um, it's just appreciated that you guys take the time to watch it. So I thank you for that. Um, you know, those are the things that we try to do. Um, it's all good. So thank you. It's just, it's appreciated. Just know that. We're all struggling a little bit. And uh, family and ourselves have to come first in this time. So those are the things that are important. All right? I love you guys. It's genuine. Sorry I don't look at the camera enough. Um, I, don't, I appreciate you have to take care of stuff over the next few days, but I'm hoping that we'll have the guest book for next week that I want, and it should be interesting. Um, <clears throat> now it's time to say goodbye. See you real soon. Anyway, um, not sure my age there. I saw it on YouTube. <clears throat> anyway, no kangaroos. I don't want my place getting messed up and they'll try to box me. Um, but yeah, I'm always looking forward to the next show and trying to make the shows as good for you as possible. And I want to thank Linda Paris again for coming on tonight. Very appreciated. Um, not sweet dreams yet, um, but eventually. Just wish I can sometimes sleep for more than a couple of hours. Just too many things going on in my mind. And, Dreams sometimes can be your enemy too, but it also gives you premonitions about things. Same bad channel, same bad time. No Mickey Mouse voice, you know, that'll be uh, playing on the TV on the next season of Stranger Things for some reason, I'm sure. But um, I have nothing but love for you guys. We're hitting the two hour mark because I wanted 30 seconds to it. Thank you guys again for everything and for your time spent with me. These um, things mean a lot to me just as much as they do for you, especially in these times where uh, we're all struggling in different ways. 
So just know how grateful I am. And uh, put the hair down a little bit. Yeah. Kind of cleaned up. But um, thank you guys for the love, for everything. Till next time, keep it funky. And thank you again from the bottom of my heart. Much love. Be kind to one another for real. Let's practice true love for another. Keep it funky.